I'm your host, writer Todd Smith, and today we're joined by Aaron Morales, president of CAPIO, which is the California Association of Public Information Officers, and she is also the government and public affairs supervisor at the Cucamonga Valley Water District. Aaron, welcome to the PCO Report. Thank you so much for having me, writer. Thrilled to have you here. Where is the Cucamonga Valley Water District located, just so people have some geographic reference? Sure. We're located in Rancho Cucamonga, which is about 35 miles east of L.A. Okay. Beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. I know it well. Been shopping there many times. You have the Victoria Gardens there, right? That's right. Yep. So, Lots uh, of shopping. Of course, you don't really get sales tax, so you don't care if I shop there. But you do care <laughs> if I flush the toilets there or wash my hands there. We care all about it. We're a, a big partner to the city. So, yes, even though we do not financially benefit, we still do care that you're active in our community. So Okay. Well, I'll go there and use as much water as I possibly can within the limits <laughs> of drought conservation policies, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And what the CAPIO, California Association of Public Information Officers, I was on a call the other day with an individual and, and they said, what is a PIO? And I explained what a PIO was. So, why don't you explain what a PIO is and what CAPIO does? So CAPIO is the leading statewide organization dedicated to advancing public sector communicators across all level, levels of government. Um, really what PIOs are, they wear many hats, but they are the title is public information official or often the public information officer. And uh, as I said, we wear many hats. So everything from public relations, community relations, uh, marketing, PR, being the media liaison, uh, you name it, we're doing it nowadays. Um, it's really been expanded, whereas your PIO back in the day really just was the contact for the reporters. But now we're wearing many hats and we're doing everything we can to make our communities look great and build those relationships uh, throughout throughout the communities we serve. Yeah. So Capio, uh, first of all, near and dear to my other day job, which is uh, uh, co-leading Trippepi Smith, uh, we'd love to be involved with with uh, CAPIO, but um, obviously water districts are involved in CAPIO. Some special districts participate in CAPIO. Um, you have cities, of course, involved in CAPIO, some county folks that are there. So really, it runs the gamut. If you're with the local government public agency in California uh, and you have some sort of communicator, you're the type of organization that could benefit from being involved in CAPIO. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Uh, we definitely have grown uh, over the many years. We've been, uh, we celebrated our 50th anniversary a couple years ago, and it has really exploded over the years. We now have nearly 1,000 members, which is super exciting. Um, and like you mentioned, we're made up of many different agencies, all public sector, but we do have some pi private PR firms that are involved. And of course, our partners that we value very much, like Tri Peppy Smith. Um, but we have everything from school districts, counties, uh, special districts of water and air pollution, even your mosquito and vector control. So it's very broad, which just makes it extra special because we all have different perspectives while often going after the same goal of serving our communities and communicating to our stakeholders and customers as best we can. Awesome. All right. So like all good associations, you do an annual conference. You have one coming up this year. Uh, first of all, when is this annual conference happening and uh, where is it located? So it, we're having it May 1st through 4th in beautiful Monterey at the Monterey Hyatt. And so we are very, very excited. It's coming up so quickly. Uh, we already have uh, well over 200 people uh, registered for the conference, and we anticipate closer to 400 once the day comes. 
Awesome. And uh, that is a hotel that's known well in the local government circuit. Lots of organizations have their conferences there. So I think it'll probably be the fourth time I will have been at that conference in the last year. So, or been at that hotel, I should say, for a conference in the last year. So looking forward to being in Monterey myself. Uh, But while I'm excited to be there and you're excited to be there, uh, why should other people be excited to be there? Or why should organizations be excited to send their staff to attend this conference? So I think something that's really exciting for Capio is we have never had the conference in Monterey. So this is a first time for us. Personally, I'm really excited because besides Monterey being absolutely beautiful, our central region, Capio is split amongst three regions, northern, central, and southern. And our largest participation in the past has been in northern and southern. Um, and so for the last couple of years, we've re- uh, we've gotten so many more members in the central region. And our um, central region directors have really worked hard to engage and build the relationships amongst that region it's a unique region in that it is so spread out. The members are very spread out. Naturally, there's just more land in between the large cities. Um, and so for us to come together in the central region, it's just perfect timing because of the participation, the increase in participation in that region. I'm really excited to have it in Monterey, have the accessibility for those central region members, and really just to have a great time and learn and network, build those relationships. Additionally, into a fabulous location, we have an awesome lineup, and the conference is just getting better and better every single year. I don't even want to say bigger and better because we don't go for quantity, we go for quality. So it's going to be an awesome time and just a lot of learning and excitement. Um, People will know the energy the second they arrive. Well, I always like to note the fact that, uh, I mean, I do a lot of conferences, and, um, you know, people who tend to go to conferences tend to be oftentimes outgoing and pretty gregarious and like to socialize, right? Because they volunteered to go to a conference or had enthusiasm for it. So it's already a little bit of adverse selection, but then you make it a bunch of communicators and it's like over the top, right? So I would definitely say in terms of like level of energy, collaboration, chitter chatter, buzz, it's it's always an adventure at a Capio conference and makes for a lot of fun. So I'm certainly excited too. Now this year, the conference theme is Capio 360, looking out, looking in. What does that mean? Explain, communicate to me what that means. The inspiration for our 2023 theme comes from uh, the fact that public information officials are constantly pushing forward while learning from our past. So we have the unique ability to connect people, places, and things. So we go from PIOs, um, our PIOs, they go from graphic designers all the way to keeping the vision clear and the information accurate so that we can build trust amongst our communities. So after, uh, after considering everything that the PIO encompasses, we felt that the 360 degrees of Capio, looking in, looking looking out, looking in, reflects the 360 degree range of skills and vision needed for our job. And um, lined up with that is going to be the agenda and the topics. And basically it's going to provide uh, training and networking for every PIO and every role of the people that wear many, many hats and maybe PIO is just one portion of their job, but it's really going to provide a 360 degree of all that we do and all that we're capable of. Yeah, I can uh, empathize with that point. I mean, it's, um, you know, the first of all, you talked earlier about how the PIO function has changed from being like the person that talked to the media to a much broader set of skills. And I think that partly just reflects the expansion and 
um, shattering of the media market into people getting their information from traditional television, newspapers, leaflets, social media, websites, text messages, you name it. Uh, and all these changes in mediums have made it much more difficult to get your message out. And the skills you need to communicate on each of those mediums has varied as well. Uh, and I think, frankly, the expectations of how much government communicates has also increased, perhaps in correlation to the expanded role that our society has placed on government to serve uh, the people, whether it's water districts or cities or things like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure 50 years ago, there weren't a lot of water districts out communicating on water conservation. So uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm naive about that. But I just have to imagine there's a lot more communications about those things today than there used to be. All of which is to say that the work involved in fulfilling the role of the PIO um, usually involves a whole array of skill sets that there is no unicorn that they have, right? So learning those skills to at least beef up some of the weaknesses they may have uh, is a good thing to do. Or obviously, sometimes you supplement. So I don't want to make it a plug for Trepepe Smith, but it's partly what we end up having to do is somebody has really good at graphic design but hates writing, and we'll show up and do the writing while they do the graphic designs, for example. So um, I can definitely see how uh, to really succeed in this space, having a diverse set of skills and learning those skills at the an annual conference can be a real value add for uh, individuals in the profession. And certainly I've seen some excellent hands-on training practicums at the conference in the few years I've been attending now uh, where it's been very helpful. No, I really appreciate that. And it's going to be everything from learning those social media platforms better to uh, being the in-house videographer to enhancing your writing skills. So it really is gonna provide something for everyone, including crisis communication. There'll be on-site video training, uh, media training. So they're really, it's, it's just, we do so much. And so even if you aren't the expert, you're either going to learn it there or you're gonna meet someone there who is the expert and put them into your network where you're gonna reach out to them after the conference. So it's just so helpful, you feel, excited going in and then you walk away just being super prepared and recharged to just take on your communications job. Yeah, excellent. Now, uh, Capio has uh, big, bigger priorities for 2023 and you're president of this austere organization. Well, for me, um, it's it's been such an honor being the president and serving Capio. I've been a member of Capio for 16 years. And when I started, the conference was about 150 attendees. And so I have really seen the growth. And about eight years, I would eight years ago, I would say I started getting more involved in the conference and in different activities. Um, and then I think I'm going on to my uh, sixth year of being on the board. But what I always tell people is that the leaders before me have done such an amazing job that they made my job of being president now an easy an easy role uh, to, to carry on. And I am just really proud. Um, different presidents have had different strengths. And Maurice Cheney was a phenomenal leader who helped us through communications during the pandemic. Um, he took on the role of serving for two years. And so even people before him, they've just made it really easy for me, what I really wanted to focus on were the relationships. I'm not going to lie and say that I'm the social media expert or I'm the person who's talking to the media every single week. Um, I work for a water district and we are not talking to the media quite as often as the cities are. So the the city PIOs that are being called daily from the media, those are, those are my heroes because uh, here at the water district, we're able to spend time on other priorities. 
Um, but my point is, is that I, I hope that what I've been able to do over the last year is to help build relationships even stronger, especially as we've gotten back into uh, in-person events, which thank goodness we're doing. Um, mm -hmm. And I just feel like that network of people, I've always been um, very open and trying to reach out and making people feel welcome. I think that the, the brand of Capio has just really transformed from uh, 20 years ago. Maybe it was a little harder to start feeling a part of that family, but I hope now when there's a brand new member of Capio, I hope that they feel welcomed right from the get-go. So that's something I'm very excited about. And uh, I, I hope that um, when people are listening to this, if it's Capio members, they, they agree and that I've accomplished some of that because it's very something near and dear to my heart. Well, I certainly uh, sense your enthusiasm for the organization, which is uh, not surprising given the role you play. But I can, I can second, I can uh, second the motion on your part, so to speak, and say it, it is a great organization to connect with people and get to know them uh, and learn, right? Which is one of the great advantages of local government in general is the there's not a lot of competitive pressure. So the the meaning like everybody wants to collaborate, you know, the retail water agency next to Cucamonga Valley isn't trying to eat your lunch every day. So right. instead you two can pick up the phone and collaborate with each other as opposed to pick up the phone and try to undermine each other. And I Absolutely. think that's really healthy for local government. It's super helpful. I've always told people, you know, we, we love to steal each other's work and put our logo on it, but um, it, it's a huge collaboration. And something I always enjoy is when someone starts from a different industry and then comes over to the water industry. And we love to tell everyone, you know, we're available all the time, check out our resources, our tools, and make them your own because it is very positive that way. And in the challenging times that we are, uh, we have as communicators, um, it's nice that at least we can work together in that way. Um, especially if someone's new to even the PIO job, that really is what Capio is here for, to have each other's back and to let you know it's okay if you're new or a beginner because you're going to become a pro sooner than you think because of the resources and the relationships that we have through Capio. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's just I'm going to talk about this for a second in terms of your organization has invested. I mean, I'm sure you do a lot of this in your own personal time, but Cucamonga Valley Water District has the distinction of having the president of Capio work for their organization. How has your involvement in Capio over the years helped you be a more effective staff person for the for the district? Sure. You know, first off, I am very, very grateful that I do work for um, a district, a water district who has always been supportive of Capio and professional development overall. Um, as I mentioned, I've been a part of Capio for 16 years, so you could imagine how I was when I started out. Um, and there's just so many things that I have benefited from, from Capio and the water district really has. Um, I would say just my, my professional skills, um, the webinars, the trainings, the conferences, I have learned so much. I kind of touched on the fact that I'm not the social media expert, but I've learned a lot. I've gone to the using your phone as your, your go-to video for social media. Um, there's so many things that I have learned through, through Capio. Um, when I first started to get involved, I actually joined the sponsorship committee for the Capio conference. And the reason I did that is because I hate asking people for money. And so I tried to step out of my comfort zone. Um, but because I, you know, because the water district is supportive of me getting more involved, that just strengthens me overall as a person, as a community relationship builder. 
um, being able to contact people to ask to share resources or whatever it might be. So that's one way the Water District has benefited. Uh, I am just so excited because my team overall, our, our public affairs, government and public affairs department has been involved in CAPIO. Uh, one thing that is a great, very clear example, um, we have had one of the first water district podcasts and it was an epic award winner uh, through Capio. And that actually we were uh, able to do that because Joanna from our team attended the webinar on podcasts provided through Capio. And so here we are years later and she really figured out what to do because of that webinar. So um, that's just something tangible to show that we were able to learn from Capio and then take. And now we have been able to share with the community the history of CBWD through our history podcast. So there's just so much that we get, get out of um, Capio. Something else I'd like to mention is because of my involvement in the board uh, and on the different committees, just being able to learn how to work with different personalities throughout the state. Yes, we're all communicators, but it's so exciting because I'm not going to have the same exact views as someone maybe in a different part of the state. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about emotional intelligence, just really dealing with different personalities and not just dealing with them, but growing from them and learning and valuing how people think and that my opinion or my perspective is just one piece of the puzzle. And so I just think that's the beauty of the the relationships that are built through Capio. Yeah, and well that, naturally, I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. And naturally that has helped me be a stronger part of our team here and our government and public affairs department um, specifically. Because of that experience, I've been able to uh, hopefully be a mentor to some of our younger professionals here. Uh, and so there's a huge benefit of my participation in Capio for CBWD. Yeah, it can make you a better manager at the office, it can make you a better spouse at home. Like yeah. th these are all wins. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is true. Um, all right. So uh, I guess let's, I'm going to turn back to the conference real quick because obviously Capio is a great resource. Um, but we're, we're heading into this annual conference. It's happening in, in uh, early May, right? Yes. Uh, we're heading off to Monterey. You're heading off to Monterey. What are you most looking forward to in Monterey? What's what? Are, what's the thing you're excited about? Truly, you know, all of it. I, I, you, we talked about how the second you walk into it, um, the excitement's there. Capio is like a family, and I can't wait to see everyone in person. Um, you know, I get to see my Southern California uh, Capio members, but we tend to only see some of the other people statewide a couple times a year. And so there's a huge excitement in just getting together with the family. Uh, I'm excited to see what I what I can learn this conference. Um, I just believe that you're you always have to be open to learning, um, and so there's a, a great lineup. Um, last year we had our first celebrity keynote speaker, Claudia Sandoval, who was the winner um, of Master Chef in season six, and she shared her remarkable story um, and experiences in marketing and communications and how she used those tools from a young age, um, really coming from not much at all and becoming a national figure. It was extremely inspiring, inspiring, excuse me, inspiring. And um, 
and our conference committee, they're just so tremendous. And so there's going to be a different flavor this year. Uh, and I just like to share some of the, the great keynote speakers that sure. will be at the conference. And I'm very excited to hear from them. Um, so we're going to have our first international, uh, internationally famous speaker, uh, Leon Panetta. He served, as, uh, served his country as everything from congressman to White House chief of staff to CIA director and secretary of defense. Um, so we have some big names coming in and he now leads the Panetta Institute for Public Policy with his wife, Sylvia. Um, and his resume in public services is extensive and spans decades. So we are all going to have so much to learn from this fabulous speaker. Um, so he's gonna be sharing about his extensive experience in public service and the important role of communications. Um, specifically in government. So it's going to be awesome. Kathy Malone is the Assistant Director of the FBI's Office of Public Affairs. And prior to that, she was the Director of Communications for the Secret Service. So you can imagine she's going to have a lot of interesting things to say. Um, she'll be sharing about her experiences um, being the spokesperson for government agencies and her background in overseeing a successful public affairs team. So really, it's just very different from last year. Um, and yet I think people are going to get a lot out of these um, really amazing speakers. So there's so much to be excited for. Uh, I'd also like to mention that the award ceremony is going to be extra special this year. It's taking place at the Monterey Aquarium. So it's going to be it's going to be very unique and different in a beautiful setting that we haven't done Um Never in Monterey. We we did do the Long Beach Aquarium many years ago, but it's it's going to be a fabulous night to celebrate our best communicators. Well, I really hope that when we're at the aquarium, they're going to serve us some uh, shrimp on a stick with a little <laughs> cocktail sauce. And I can just imagine it was just pulled out of the tank that was next to me and then thrown into my mouth after a quick boil. Just brings a little, little joy to my heart contemplating yes. the irony and the joy of eating seafood <laughs> at an aquarium. The freshest. <laughs> <laughs> yes well capio is going to be a hoot seeing the people are going to be a hoot uh, sound like excellent keynote speakers and you know personally at Peppy smith we're fired up to be there or my team will be there as Peppy smith um and we're really excited that um public ceo is also getting an opportunity to do a special conference edition of our newsletter to help um celebrate the kickoff of the conference and all the great content that's going to go on at capio so anything else aaron you want to wrap up with today before i Call it call it a wrap for our audience. Yeah, I I would love to um, just thank you for the opportunity. Um, in addition to that, I have to just say that I'm just the spokesperson of the amazing job that the conference committee has been doing. They've been working hard for over six months, and um, the the real brainchilds of the conference are Tom Christensen and Sylvia Ornelas. Um, as well as Jillian Keller, Teresa Collins, and a long list of fantastic Capio members. So I just want to thank them because um, they're the reason that we're going to have an amazing conference. Um, it's a lot of hard work, but it's very well worth it. Uh, and I get to just enjoy it and support them. So it's it, every single year it's been better. San Diego was an amazing conference last year, and I can't wait to see everything uh come, you know, sh how it's going to show up at, in Monterey. And I also want to thank all of our partners, in tr including and especially Tripepi Smith, 
Um, many of our partners are part of the Capio family and they aren't just simply sponsors. I don't just say that to, to you know, make you happy, <laughs> writer. <laughs> it really is true. Um, and of course, I have to give major kudos and a lot of love to Amy Orr, our association manager and her amazing team. They come out every conference and they play a huge part in making it an amazing experience for every person there. So, well, that's quite a list. I, I feel like you're on the stage at the Oscars trying to make sure you recognize everybody <laughs> before the music starts playing. So, you're doing a good job, Aaron. I, and uh, very, very uh, humble of you to make sure you recognize all those folks. But uh, they are going to, they, they do do put in a lot of work. And Amy and her team are phenomenal. I always love working with them as well. So, uh, thank you for your leadership of Capio and giving of your time, effort, and energy uh, to make it uh, the great organization that uh, so many folks get to enjoy and being a part of, especially with that massive membership you have these days. <laughs> and with that, that's today's report. My thanks to Aaron for joining us. From the whole public CEO team, myself, writer Todd Smith, thank you for your time. We hope you learned something new and inspiring that will help you in your public service. Remember, Public CEO has a daily newsletter that is free to those who sign up at publicceo.com. If you have feedback, questions, or guest suggestions for Public CEO Report, please email editor at publicceo.com.